0: This is a show about financial planning, with a particular focus on the issues facing those close to or living in retirement. Each week, our host, Dan Wendell, will share his expertise in retirement planning in a fun and down-to-earth format. Now, let's begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show with me, Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me today is Tony Shore. And Tony, I can't tell you how excited I am. I know you're excited too. This is (laughs) going to be one of the best shows, if not the best show we've ever done together. And I'm excited for our listeners because, you know, right now we're listening to the radio and most people listen to the radio for one or two things. They listen for music or they listen to talk. And we're going to do both of them today. How's that sound?
1: Yeah, we're going to bring some music into it. I absolutely love this. Um, as you know, music is a way of life for me, Dan. Uh oh, I'm, I know. I'm a I know. Huge, I think this was your idea actually. I'm a I'm huge music nut and uh I love uh classic rock, of course, grew up on that. But uh yeah, this is going to be I am so excited about this show. This this show could very well end up in the um in the archives for radio and Library of Congress might want this one, I think. Uh we're going to have uh, to save well, this one for posterity.
0: <laughs> we'll have to grease some palms, probably to get <laughs> yeah, that to happen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that might we're be making a little large much, yeah. endowment donation. Um, <laughs> no, but <laughs> in reality, you know, people listening to us every week, we talk about financial issues. Everyone knows that I'm a financial planner. I focus on investments and retirement planning. But what you've inspired me to do is bring some famous music songs, some songs that are out there that people know and love, and draw some financial lessons from it. And I took the time and I put together a nice list. And I think we're going to have a great, great fun with it. We're going to finish with one of my favorite all-time songs at the end. So stay tuned for that. But I think that the listeners are going to really enjoy this. And, uh, you know, I don't want to ruin the songs for people because they'll be like saying, I just enjoy the song for what it is. I didn't know there was a financial lesson in there. But I think everyone knows there are certain songs that talk about money that have to do with finances. And you just you don't realize it until you sit there and think about it. So uh, I'm looking forward to this. I think this is going to be great.
1: Well, yeah, it's fun to take the lyrics and apply them to a financial lesson just for fun. I think this is going to be a great show. I agree with you. And and Dan, it's just uh, I've had a crazy week. This is exactly what I need is a really fun radio show. And I hope the listeners get in on this one with us and uh, send us their comments on the show because we're going to have some serious fun with this one. Um, For music fans out there, they're really going to enjoy this as well. And Dan, you're a really well-educated guy and you've been doing financial planning and investment planning for so long that uh, plus you're a big fan of music and classic rock. So it's fun to hear you take a spin and apply some lyrics from some popular songs and apply them to lessons that we can learn financially. We, we had fun with our Christmas episode, uh, applying some lessons from Christmas music, but this takes that a step further. I think this is going to be even better.
0: let's see now i know you're the the lyrical genius and the music man so don't be offended by some of these uh songs that you may not like but (laughs) the lessons are just too good not to play them oh
1: yeah for sure i know
0: i know where we're going with kenny rogers i know you're gonna have a problem with that one but let's start out with a a fun song by one of the what some people would say maybe the um the greatest guitarist of all time. Some people can make a case for
1: that. Oh yeah. He's up there. He's in the list of greatest guitarists of all time. I think when Kenny always... Rogers is, Oh
0: no, no. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Knopfler, we're talking about Mark
1: right? Knopfler of dire straits. And, uh, even if people out there might not be huge dire straits fan, or I don't know if I've ever heard the group you have, uh, they've had a number of, uh, really big, uh, classic wrong rock songs that you hear on the radio all the time. And Dan, we can do one of two things. Do you want to read the lyrics first and then play uh, the song snippet, or do you want to play the song snippet and then talk about it?
0: Let's play the song snippet, get in the mood, and then we'll, uh, we'll talk about what lessons we pull from it.
1: Perfect. Well, here's Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. all right we wanted to play that little clip of money for nothing by dire straits and the lyrics uh, we're focusing on here dan that i want to ask you about i should have learned to play the guitar i should have learned to play the drums and he's up there what's that hawaiian noises banging on the bongos like a chimpanzee Now, where's the, (laughs) I mean, those are crazy lyrics where, now I I get it. uh, You know, this is a great song, money for nothing, but where's the financial lesson in those lyrics, Dan, this is going to be a challenge for you.
0: Money for nothing and chicks for free. So where do we get chicks for free? That's what the, now the lesson here is, um, well, at least what I'm going to pull from it is, you know, it's, by the way, it's probably a little, um, hypocritical of, of the songwriter to be talking about how all these, you know, Famous singers get all this money, and here I am installing microwave ovens, <laughs> right? Yeah, and and making nothing. Yeah. Meanwhile, he has probably made
1: a ton of money over his lifetime. Well, that singing. song is the song that made him very wealthy. So,
0: right, right. But I think uh, what my lesson is out of this uh, pr- purpose is that um, first of all, success doesn't happen overnight. You know, even even um, Dire Straits started somewhere, probably in a garage, right. basement or something, and worked their way up. But I think what I want to tell people is, you know, you don't want to be envious of people, you know, just that just happens. But make sure that when you're you're getting educated and you're going in your career, uh, that you are getting a career that's going to help you meet your financial goals. So if you're going to go to college or you're sending your kids to college like you are, Tony, make sure that uh, they're learning the skills that are going to pay. Now, I'm not suggesting that learning the bongos so he can play (laughs) like a chimpanzee is going to going to not pay. But I think the odds of success of becoming a a very wealthy or stable bongo player is a lot less than perhaps (laughs) learning getting a a financial degree. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Well, yeah, this is is like a a worker who uh, uh, delivers appliances is singing. Basically, this is from his standpoint saying, look at these rock stars. Uh, Maybe I should have had a different career. But in reality, we all cringe when our kids say, hey, I want to be a musician. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, right. You might want to think about your financial goals first because right. the odds are you, you, you'd you be better off winning the lottery than, I mean, becoming a famous musician is less likely to happen than winning the lottery at this point.
0: So that's for sure. And I think it's safe to say there's no such thing as money for nothing. Yeah. You got to put time and effort into it. And putting time and effort into something that you love is great. But if it's not going to wind up paying the bills, I, I see it a lot, uh, you know, a lot of kids in saddles with amazing amounts of debt with a degree that really doesn't apply to the real world, perhaps, or at least not to the amount of money they spent on getting that degree. I'm not going to pick on any sort of uh, major, but, you know, some of these majors, you say, well, what's your job going to be and how are you going to pay off that loan that you took out to get it? So just a, a lesson to those that you got to think twice before you make a, a The decision about where you're going to spend your money on education.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's a great point. Uh, You got to look ahead. You got to have a plan in place. And, uh, you know, you hate to tell everybody not to follow your dreams, but at the same time, you really need to look at the reality uh, of your options. But, you know, I want to throw out some uh, useless trivia that's kind of fun about that song, Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. Uh, the I want my MTV. They sing that over and over and of course M T V used to play music videos.
0: Want my MTV
1: Hey well yeah Did I run it for you? So much for the show so much for the Radio Hall of Fame on this one. (laughs) Unless we can edit that out but uh, Dan, I didn't know you were going to sing for us today, but uh, actually the I Want My MTV was sung by Sting of the group The Police and the artist Sting. He sang background vocals on Money for Nothing throughout the song. You can hear him, but I Want My MTV, He's the that's his voice singing that. Um, and now that you know that, when you listen to it, you'll be able to hear, oh, yeah, that's definitely Sting of The wow. Police. Wow. So, little All trivia. All all L- these years, I never knew that. Little trivia, little trivia. Yeah. I believe that in the U.S. that was also Dire Straits' biggest single, Money for Nothing. But anyway, wow. uh, that's okay. a great song. Uh, what's our next tune? What, what are we going to hear next?
0: We're going to ship to a, a little-known group uh, called the Rolling Stones. Um, <laughs> never heard of it. Never heard of him, right? But I like this particular song. It's a life lesson, but I'm going to apply a little bit more specifically to finances, especially in retirement. It's called You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones. I think we all know it, but let's play it anyway.
1: All right, that's a a snippet there from Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones. And uh, we heard the section, uh, the lyrics from that section are, you can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. And I've always loved the lyrics of that song. And that is the perfect song to apply to your financial plans, right?
0: That's it. And it's the foundation of my financial planning. You know, when I meet someone, and obviously I focus on people that are looking to retire. And I always say to them, okay, first thing we need to do is figure out what, you, what your baseline income need is. What is what you truly need just to get by, just to make sure you're comfortable and not on the streets. Find out what your baseline income need is, And then we'll build your retirement plan around that. We'll figure out how to get that taken care of. And then the rest is gravy. So in reality, it's what do you truly need to live on in retirement? What's your baseline? And if we can meet your baseline, you just might find you get what you want. Yeah. So I love this lyric. I think it's great. And I think that it applies directly to my philosophy on retirement planning, which is get your baseline income needs taken care of. And then the rest we invest or not invest, take risk, don't take risk it doesn't matter at that point because your needs are met. Now you can focus on your wants.
1: Yeah. Well, and I like the line too. You've got to look at the key, I think, is not always, you can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. But it's in the middle there. If you try sometimes, and see the trying is the planning part and actually thinking about it ahead of time. And I think that's where people fall short, especially when it comes to planning for their future, like planning for retirement. Nobody in their 40s wants to think about retirement. Even at 50, it's hard for some people, but you got to get a plan in place and work with somebody like yourself, Dan. And so I always liked that. Uh, I, they threw that in. It's They didn't sing, you can't always get what you want, but you get what you need, or you might get what you need. Uh, they said, if you try, sometimes you might find you get what you need. So, yeah. Um, right. and, uh, a lot of times you do get what you want, but if you're really trying, you'll at least get what you need, hopefully. Right? Yeah,
0: exactly. And our last show was on retiring early and how, you know, what you have to do to retire early. And we talked about it. A lot of people, they don't retire early because they don't think they can, but if you do the math, if you just try, sometimes you might find you actually can. And I think it's, <laughs> I think it's a great line. I love that song.
1: Sure. And it's, it's one of their bigger songs and more popular tunes. Everybody I think knows that chorus. Uh, if you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. I love that song. And I'll be honest, I'm not a huge Rolling Stones guy, but I appreciate their role they've played in rock and roll music history. Uh, And I like some of their songs. That's one of my favorites. Um, I like Start Me Up. I like Can't Always Get What You Want. Uh, They've had some songs that I've really loved over the years. I was, you know, it's usually... Are you a Rolling Stones or a Beatles guy? Or are you a Rolling Stones or a Led Zeppelin guy? And I always uh, veered toward the Beatles and Zeppelin versus Rolling Stones. But I have to admit, uh, what a band. I cannot believe, first of all, uh, another thing we should talk about regarding the Rolling Stones that applies to this show and what you do, Dan, is the longevity issue. People <laughs> people are living longer and longer And I don't think you could possibly find a better example or analogy for that than the Rolling Stones, could you?
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, go back to when they were in their 20s. Did people think they were going to be around now? Uh, No. Right? I mean, how old is
1: Keith Richards? He looks like he's about 120, 130 years old. Um, That's
0: about right. That's a good assessment. (laughs) I'll give you my professional uh, agreement on that.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's what he looks like. Um, He's probably
0: lived like he's 200. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Right. He's probably lived uh, 200 years worth of life. Um, that guy crazy. And I mean, he's even, you know, he's starring in movies with Johnny Depp. He was in one of the pirates of the Caribbean movie, the guitar player for the Rolling Stones, Keith Richards, and people joke about how he has any makeup. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is, uh, I don't know how old he is in reality, but, uh, he looks pretty weathered, but they still get up there and play. They've still toured.
0: It's amazing. And you know, um, people are living a lot longer and they're just not really planning to do so. I think people need to start accepting that
1: reality for yeah. sure. I think
0: people are because they're seeing their parents are living longer. And they're like, oh, wow. you know." So yeah, that's a good point.
1: To yeah. Me. I bet if you ask Keith Richards, he didn't expect to no, still be going. No one does. No one does. But he's working into his retirement. That's another great analogy. Oh, that's some a good people, point. <laughs> some, people, some people like to work in retirement. And I think a great example of that would be the Rolling Stones. Why would you still tour? They obviously don't need the money. They're obviously very elderly. <laughs> I want to be nice about it. I mean, <laughs> well, we're all getting old, they, but but
0: they obviously love what they do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, I guess uh, having a little extra money to leave behind to their families, uh, they want to, they're really setting them up. I mean, that's, that's amazing. So maybe
0: they're still trying to find, you know, it's they're still trying to get what they need. Maybe. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. They're still trying to, uh, they're, ju- they just might find they'll get what they need. Right. If they try. That's it. That's it. Good lesson. Well, you know,
0: you you said you know. Do you like the Beatles or Rolling Stones? I like the Beatles, but you know what my favorite all time band is? What you know?
1: I I, I do know, know but uh, why don't you tell us?
0: It's Pink Floyd, and I think it's because my oldest brother had all the Pink Floyd records at home, and when I was little, I used to listen to them on the record player, and I just fell in love with them, and I still do, and I want to bring them in for the next song and, and lesson. It's another one of those life lessons, but I'll bring it to the uh, to the to the money situation. I'll bring it to financial terms. So uh, this song is called Time and it is from one of their most, it, it could be the most famous album that they had, Dark uh, Side of the Moon.
1: Uh, yes, it's that's easily their biggest record, biggest seller and most famous, I would say, yeah. Dark Side of the Moon. And I can't believe we would have any listeners. Uh, I know we have listeners of all ages out there, ranging from 20 years old to a hundred years old. We've had uh, listeners uh, talk to them, but uh, I bet they've all heard of Pink Floyd and Dark Side of the Moon. That's uh, one of the all-time classic rock albums. And I want to say really quick, Dan, they are also one of my favorites. Um, Now, my all-time favorite band isn't on the list today, which is Yes. There's a band called Yes. They were just inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So congratulations to them. And I actually had a chance of I used to work in the music industry and I uh, was a promoter for Rick Wakeman and some of his solo work. And he's the keyboard player from Yes. So I got to know those guys. So I'm I'm partial to Yes, but I would say uh, second or third on my all time list is Pink Floyd. So and that's where you and I really hit it off when we both found out we were Floyd fans, right?
0: That's right. And you know what? We'll do this song and then we'll do another Pink Floyd song to end the show. How's that sound?
1: That sounds great. What are we going to hear?
0: So this one is called Time from Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Let's listen.
1: So that was Time by Pink Floyd. Uh, You know, the lyrics are great. I mean, they were amazing lyricists. Uh, Sometimes they were a little dark, a little depressing, but uh, this is a great one. Tired of lying in the sunshine, staying home to watch the rain. You are young and life is long and there is time to kill today. And then one day you find 10 years have gone behind you or got behind you. No one told you when to run. You missed the starting gun. So you run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking, racing around to come up behind you again. The sun is the same in a relative way, but you're older, shorter of breath, and one day closer to death.
0: Wow, that's I mean, it's heavy. I it is heavy, and Pink Floyd in general is a depressing music, in my opinion. Sure, you know, um, so it is a depressing song. And obviously it's about a midlife crisis here. We're talking about it's about getting um, older. Yeah. You know, um, time gets away from you. Time gets away from you and you try to catch up with it and you realize, wait a sec, what, what happened? Where did it go? And midlife crisis is a good point. But I think the lesson here that I would suggest is that if you start early, if you start saving early in retirement, then you will be better off because you won't have to play catch-up in the end. Oh, way too many people play catch-up. They don't save early enough. They spend, they spend, because they have, oh, well, I'm young, life is long, I got time to kill. And then 10 years later, they're like, wait a sec, where did where did that go? I didn't contribute to my, my IRA. Uh, now what? Now I'm 55. Uh, I wanted to retire in five years. I don't have any money saved. And so my, my lesson. And I tell people all this all the time. If you're in your twenties, just put away as much as you can in your IRA. You'll never miss it. It will come out of your paycheck. If you wait and wait and wait, you're going to fall into the trap that basically everyone falls into is you realize too late. Oh man, I should have wish I should have, could have, would have. And I think that's what this song is saying.
1: Well, yeah, you, you run into this all the time. I know you've told us, uh, told me and told us on the show that, uh, people wait and wait, and then they realize, uh-oh, so they run and run to catch up with the sun uh, before it sets, uh, but then it races around and comes up behind them again, so they get behind, and you get days behind, weeks behind, months behind, so start now, right? Have a yeah, plan in it. place.
0: Start early, start often, and then uh, this way you're not going to fall into that trap of being caught behind, caught Five years to go before retirement with nothing there, and it happens way too often. Sure. And unfortunately, it's uh, something that I face every day with people. Yeah. Can I retire? And, you know, Roger Waters is another one of those that's still working Uh, the, the you know, from Pink Floyd. Yeah. And he's still on tour. I think he's 75, if I recall correctly. He is. He is so, 75, and he is yeah. going
1: strong. I mean, uh, I saw a clip. He just did a concert a few months ago down in Mexico, a big one to kind of launch and, and do a test show for his new tour. And I saw the live clips of it. He is a, he has got a lot of energy and passion still, and uh, that's neat to see. Well, what's next on our list? What's the next song?
0: Let's do a real quick one because I don't consider this a song as much as a little ditty. But, uh, so we'll just talk real quick about it. I'll say my piece, and then we'll move on. But this one is Mercedes-Benz by Janis Joplin.
1: Well, that's Mercedes-Benz by Janis Joplin, and uh, that's a great one. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard all my lifetime. No help from my friends. So, oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? What's the lesson there?
0: Very simple. Just don't keep up with the Joneses.
1: (laughs) You know? (laughs)
0: Everyone's worried about what everyone else is driving. I don't, I mean, but some people do. Yeah. My car is, I was just thinking about it the other day. My car's 11 years old. Um, but, you know, some people like to have the latest and greatest, and some people try to keep up with the Joneses, and, you know, they don't have the money to do it, and they stretch and they stretch. And we talked about that. That's one of the reasons why people don't retire early, is because they have too much debt. Sure. So this is a classic case of keeping up with the Joneses. So the lesson here is very simple. Don't. Don't do it.
1: Yeah. Well, the next one on the list is one of my favorites. This is one I suggested we do because it is one of my all-time favorite songs. I love this one. Uh, he's a classic from the 70s, and um, it's uh, the Lido Shuffle uh, by Boz Skaggs. Why don't we listen to it, and then we'll talk about this one. Next stop shot. All right, that's Lido Shuffle by Boz Skaggs. I hope all of you out there had heard that one before because that's a great one. I love these lyrics. Next stop, Shy town Lido put the money down. Let him roll. He said one more job ought to get it. One last shot before we quit it. One for the road. Lido, he's for the money. He's for the show. Lido's waiting for the go. So, Dan, that's a great one. Uh, what's the lesson there?
0: Well, I mean, we, you and I might dif- differ on this one. I take it as <laughs> this guy is a gambler. He's, yep. shoot- he's shooting from the hip. He's yep. got, oh, let's get this one last one before we go. It reminds me of uh, when I used to trade to, uh, stocks in Manhattan. There would be some you know, really young guys, and we called it taking shots. Taking shots was the term we used. Basically, they were gambling. They would buy yep. a stock without really having any idea what they were doing, just hoping for the big gain. And sometimes they'd hit it. And that was the worst case if they hit it early yeah, because then they'd have the money and they oh, I'm great. You know, oh one more, one more, one more. And then the next thing you know, they're out. It's just, yeah. I think it's it's just a classic case of gambling. And the yeah. lesson here is, I think in the end of this song, if you listen through it all the way through, he wins in the end and goes home to his girlfriend or something. Yep. But uh, that's not the lesson I want to tell everyone. No. The lesson is don't do it because odds are that's not how it ends up. No. Gambling is not going to get you to retirement. Don't take the risks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He took too much risk and, and it is about gambling, but really quick. The only comment I have on that, that I wanted to throw in as far as music trivia, that boss gags album is a famous one. There was ne- another hit called, um, all alone, I believe was the other hit off that. But at any rate, the band, the studio musicians who played on that record, boss gags is the singer and songwriter, but all the studio musicians were the guys from the band Toto. Um, another classic rock band. So, Steve Lukather, so and from, David uh, out of David. Africa, those guys? Yes, the know? guys that did uh, <laughs> Africa. They're the ones who actually were the band for that album. They're the musicians. So, that's just a little music trivia. So, now speaking of gambling, tell us about our next song.
0: <laughs> yes, this will harken back to my childhood. Um, Kenny Rogers, The Gambler. Let's quickly play that one. I think we all know it, but let's play it anyway.
1: You got to no- know. Okay. That's a great song, a classic. I mean, I'm not a Kenny Rogers fan, but my parents absolutely worshiped Kenny Rogers. Uh, he was and the band he was in before. I forget the country band that he was a part of before he went solo. He was actually part of a a band back in the sixties, but that song is obviously everybody knows that one, Dan. Uh, what can you tell us about that one?
0: You know, it reminds me when I was little, we, I think maybe 13, 14, I don't remember, we used to listen to that song when we played poker. We used to play crazy games, all sorts (laughs) of weird games, nickel, dime, quarter. And I remember playing and, you know, uh, betting a nickel and whatever. And that song came on and people would be like, oh, you got to know when to hold it. So that's obvious. It's a poker analogy. But in, in investing, you know, and in finances, you need to make sure that you understand that. There are times when you should take some profits and there are times when you should take some losses. And no one likes to take a loss. We nope. talked about that in the past, how people tend to do the worst decisions when it comes to investing. They buy at the top and sell at the bottom, which is the complete opposite of what you should do. And you also hear the term that's a paper loss or a paper gain. You don't, you know, it's only on paper. Basically, they're saying, I bought something and it's gone up, but it's not a profit until you actually lock it in and sell it. So losses and gains on paper mean nothing until you actually finalize it, make that sell. So it's, um, you know, it's one of those things that you got to know when to walk away, know when to run. Really, that's, it's a great analogy for investing. You got to know when to just stop and take some off the table. I think, especially as you approach retirement, moving away from risk is intuitive, but a lot of people don't do it. They just don't know how. And since I focus on it and since I teach people and, and spend most of my time Helping people retire, I know exactly how to walk away and how to run. And you don't have to. You have to have some money in there, of course. But sure, uh, I think the the lesson here is it's not what you make, it's what you keep when yeah. it comes to investing. And well, that's you know, thank Kenny Rogers for that goody.
1: Well, I think that the, none of the songs we're talking about today have a more direct analogy or direct link. I mean, these lyrics say exactly what you try to tell your clients. In fact, Dan, I. I would like to refer to you as the Kenny Rogers of financial planning. I, well, I believe I'm gonna that... I'm
0: gonna dispute you on that because I have a song later on that you probably aren't familiar with by Ludacris. Oh, yes, you heard <laughs> even... it right, and I think his <laughs> lyrics are even more direct. Well,
1: let's not scare the listeners away by mentioning that. But um, I thought you were gonna sing the lyrics for us to the gambler. You got? I no tried singing the lyrics hold. on the
0: first song with Dire Straits, and you said No
1: to the fold. No when to walk away, no when to run. Okay, that's it. you never count your money when you're sitting at the table, Dan. I mean, seriously, there'll be plenty of time for counting when the dealer's done, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, what's the next song?
0: This one's gonna be a little fun one. This is a um, a song by I think what are they Swedish? I think the yes group? yes uh, Abba A B B A Abba money money money. Uh, this is going to be a fun, quick one,
1: too. Yeah, I love yeah, it the though. Greek word for father, ABBA. I mean, I don't know oh. what that trivia, I don't know why they called the band that, but uh, you never know. Maybe it means something different in uh, Sweden, but here we go. Let's listen to ABBA, Money, Money, Money. I work all night, I work all day to pay the bills I have to pay. Sad? And still there never
0: seems to be a single thing.
1: All right here we go uh, abba i never thought we'd be playing abba on the radio again um i work all night i work all day to pay the bills i have to pay ain't it sad and still there never seems to be a single penny left for me that's too bad in my dreams i have a plan if i got me a wealthy man i wouldn't have to work at all I'd fool around and have a ball. Oh, did your did your wife write these lyrics, Dan?
0: How awesome is this? You know, the, bo- the bottom line is this gold digging is a viable option, folks.
1: Wait, that's a quote from Dan Wendell, financial expert and guru. Gold digging is a viable option? Oh, well, you know what, Dan? I have three children. My oldest son, 17 Adam, he is a straight-A student, honor roll student, and Eagle Scout sharp nice. as attack, great at math. Mm-hmm. My middle uh, child is Allison. She's 14. She's in junior high, but she's 14 going on 40. She's super <laughs> intelligent. I don't think she was ever a child. She reads uh, at a <laughs> very advanced adult level. She reads at least one full size book a week, and she retains wow. it. Uh, she's a straight A student. So they're, they're going to be great. Plus, she's tough as nails. She's going to be a CEO or president someday. Then we have Anna. Anna is 12. She's the cutest, most wonderful person, and I love her dearly. But what we tell Anna is, uh, Anna, marry rich. So we've got Adam. (laughs) Adam is going to be an engineer or a doctor. Allison's going to be whatever she wants to be. And Anna, we say, marry rich. So you're saying that uh, we're right on that, that gold digging is a viable option?
0: For some people it is, certainly. That's not <laughs> I just, good, though. I thought it was hysterical. We're it's, teasing. It, That's talk about good. being direct, right? There, yeah. there it is. That's a good song, though. But That's a yeah, funny uh, one. I don't think it's a good option, but Hey, it happens. It's, yeah. it's real life. You know, there's real world stuff
1: we're talking about here, <laughs> <laughs> but that is a, those lyrics are blatantly about gold digging. Okay. Um, well that was just for fun. now what's the next one? Speaking of fun, this next band is, I love them. They're from Canada and they usually have some really fun lyrics. Uh, and they have a funny name, right?
0: That's right. The Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Bare Naked Ladies. Now, from people Canada. may not
0: know who they are, but if when I say the name of the song, they'll probably say, "Oh, I know that song." That's a fun one. Yeah. And it's called If I Had a Million Dollars. just go up there
1: and, and hang out. Like open the- All right. Wow. <laughs> I love that one. I laugh every time I hear the bare naked Ladies. And that song is great, Dan. So uh, the lyrics were, if I had a million dollars, I'd build a tree fort in our yard. If I had a million dollars, you could help. It wouldn't be that hard. If I had a million dollars, maybe we could put a little tiny fridge in there somewhere. We could just go up there and hang out. I yeah. love those lyrics. It is a great
0: song. And it's a fun song. You yeah. know, they're just kind of chatting it's not really singing they're just kind of having fun with it but um you know it's it's a good it's a good lesson to be learned here look at what they're talking about building a tree fort uh putting a tiny fridge with you know mustard ketchup i think they said fancy ketchups in there you know uh it's just funny and it, it just shows you what's important it reminds me of the thoreau video i did on what's really important in life yeah and you know it's if you got a million dollars um, what are you going to spend it on yep. i ask people that sometimes when i meet them if you if you just came into a huge amount of money what would you do with it a lot of times people are like oh i'll pay off debts and so on but then when you get down to the nitty gritty it's really asking what's important to you yeah by the way tony if you had a million dollars let's say you won the lotto you know what happens to people that that win the lotto do you have you ever heard about these studies that they oh do yeah they usually that...
1: end up broke
0: yeah uh national endowment for financial education estimates that as many as 70 percent of people who land sudden windfalls lose that money within several years sure i think the average was like 18 months or something like that that is gone because or they party even like even inheritors yeah and so you know um if you had a million dollars what would you do with it i think people should ask themselves that question even if they don't have a million dollars you know when people buy lotto tickets i say it's kind of silly you know it's just it's a tax you're not going to win right i have just as much chance of winning as you do if you buy a ticket and i don't basically right but sometimes i buy a ticket just to have the conversation piece because if i have a ticket i could win and then i can talk to people hey well, you know if I... so it's worth the dollar or whatever it is just to have that conversation hey if i win this is what i'm going to do you know it makes you think and so but i i think the lesson here is maybe not so much uh uh, you know, that to pl- play the lotto and win. But it's about thinking about what would you do, what it is important to you. Mm-hmm. And I think
1: people don't necessarily think about it too much.
0: Sure, They just kind of go through life and buy and they don't really think about really what would they do if they did have the money.
1: Right. Now, what's the next track? I know you're excited about this one.
0: I am excited about this one. Now, we have to be very careful with which lyrics we share because some of them aren't really appropriate. But um, what can I say? This is a great song um, when it comes to the money listens. It's very direct. And let's just get into it, listen to it, and then we'll talk about it. I think I'll let you read the lyrics, Tony. Um, This is a song called Large Amounts by the one and only Ludacris.
1: My goal is to set my friends up to make some paper like me Put them in position to make their wishes come true So they can have multiple accounts that gain interest overnight Giving a million dollars, what you gon' do? map your life out for your kids kids or would you spend it overnight now see me i'll do both i got unlimited funds my daughter's life was set before i thinking but turn one and it don't help that i got four or five retirement funds so if i choose before i'm 30 i can lay in the sun my dividends can show and prove the real meaning of <laughs> wow well uh i thought uh, that uh, the other song i thought we had some other direct songs that were really direct uh, in their message about finances but uh, this sounds like uh basically a script for one of our shows uh, it sounds like they <laughs> t- took uh, they they just wrote down what you said on one of our ludicrous is just rapping what you say on our show isn't it great
0: <laughs> let me i mean get- the, the chorus says in this life one thing counts in the bank large amounts that's you know yeah. that's the funny part but if you go and i'll let you read it the, his his lyrics in that I think it's the third time now. If anyone's listening to the song for the first time, if you go to listen to the real song, full, up, there's some words in there to be warned. So I'm giving you the heads up now. But uh, we're gonna, we just picked the one clip that is actually mostly clean, right?
1: <laughs> right, right, uh, yeah. It really, it, it is this, this especially this part. Um, yeah, large amounts by Ludacris, and those lyrics went uh, the lyrics that uh, uh, he says there. My goal is to set my friends up to make some paper like me. Put them in a position and make their wishes come true so they can have multiple accounts gain interest overnight. Given a million dollars, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Map your life for your kids' kids or would you spend it overnight? Now see me, I do both. I got unlimited funds. My daughter's life was set before her stankin' butt turned one. Uh, and it don't help that I got four or five retirement funds. So if I choose before I'm 30, I can lay in the sun. Wow. He's talking about retirement planning directly. Why is ludicrous, this rapper talking directly about retirement funds? This is amazing.
0: It is so good. And you know, he's talking about how he gets his friends calling him family members that he doesn't even know fifth cousins calling him and he's like asking for money. He's like, that's what happens when you make money. But his goal, like he says, his goal is to set his friends to, to make money like he does gain interest overnight. The power of compounding interest. He's talking about having four or five retirement accounts working for him. So he does not even do anything. It's just compound. It's, it's giving him dividends over overnight. That's what he's literally saying. Right. And you know, it's like, if he wants to retire at age 30, he can. And he chooses not to because he's working and he's enjoying it. Right. But he asked the question. He poses the question to the listener. If you had a million dollars, what would you do? Now, we talked about naked Ladies, what they would do with a million dollars. But he's asking the question, would you map out their life for your kids and, and your grandkids? Or would you spend it overnight? And he's saying he does both because he's got so much money. But right. he also said he set up his, his daughter's life already when she was one years old. Yeah, You know, and so this is a perfect example of a life lesson, a it financial is. lesson for somebody. Yeah, Word for word, amazing. you know, diversify, live off of dividends, take care of the future and and don't blow it yeah. overnight. I, I think it's I mean, I love this song yeah. now. I mean, it's going to be one of my new favorites. Now, yeah. If, if he cleaned up the other lyrics and maybe we could play the full song. But uh, yeah, it gets better. You know, in the end of the song, he talks about um, avoiding. Uh, you know, avoid paying your taxes on time because the IRS will come after you. He goes on about Red Fox, how he got in trouble for it. Willie yep. Nelson yep. got in trouble for not paying taxes. And so that was another lesson in there. But there was some some choice words peppered in there. So we just had to eliminate that. Take my word for it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think this is a great song.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of taxes, that brings us to our next song uh, by one of, in my opinion, one of the all time greatest bands ever, arguably maybe the greatest and biggest band ever in the history of popular music and that's the beatles right
0: that's right and this song is called tax man by the beatles quick question before we play the clip tony why do they lose their british accent when they sing i don't know what... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway let's listen tax man by the beatles Should 5%
1: All right. Well, that's a classic. And I'm sure we've all heard that one before, but what a great song and lyrically great too. Uh, let me read those lyrics from that clip. Should 5% appear too small? Be thankful. I don't take it all because I'm the tax man. Yeah. I'm the tax man. <laughs> we can all relate to that, right? Yeah. Is that George Harrison singing that? Is that who singing? Um, I believe it is actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forget, but I think it is. Yeah.
0: Uh, now, this is a great song. We just heard Ludacris say, watch out for the IRS, and now we got the Beatles saying, you know, you got a problem? I'll right. take more. I think the lesson here is, you know, I've you know what's surprising, Tony? I've heard people, lots of people, actually, more than one, let's just say that, over my career say that they don't have to pay taxes once they hit 80, age 80. Like, where did that come from? Like, Who says you don't have to pay taxes once you hit age 80? But I've heard several people say that. Um, But... Taxes don't stop when you retire. Taxes are become an even more important part to pay attention when you retire because you can actually maneuver. When you're working, you have no choice. You're not going to say, "Hey, can you withhold my salary this year because I, I got a tax issue?" No, they're not going to withhold your salary, and you probably wouldn't do that. But when you're retired, you can maneuver a little bit more. You could delay your Social Security. You can move money from your IRA or not. You can move use a Roth IRA. So retirement is a, a big part of retirement is tax planning. Uh, I'm not talking about tax preparation preparation is where you go and get your taxes done and then you pay or you get a refund tax planning is big picture what are we going to do are we going to take the gains this year we want to wait till next year or the year after what could I do about social security so that I don't get taxed on it did you know social security was taxed of course you know that Tony right I knew a lot of of people up to
1: 85 percent and you know how I know that you told From me. From me? Yeah, you told me.
0: <laughs> yeah, Social Security is taxable. People don't realize that. And when you take it, it's going to impact you. But it does have a tax advantage. That's why I love Social Security. But taxes don't stop when you retire. Taxes are still part of retirement planning. So it's very, be very careful. And if 5% appears too small, be thankful they don't take it all.
1: Now, what's next? Uh, next, this- next, we're we're finishing up here. And I know we've saved the best for last, haven't we?
0: yes it's it's cliche a little bit but i tell you what it's also a pink floyd song so i can't complain Right. right but um let's listen to this this is a song also from the dark side of the moon by pink floyd it's called appropriately money
1: All right. A classic. I love that tune. Of course, the whole album, Dark Side of the Moon, is great. Uh, but that's a really good song. Obviously, a perfect theme for the show. Um, but uh, those lyrics, Dan, let's talk about those. Now, I'll read the Money, it's a crime. Share it fairly, but don't take a slice of my pie. Money, so they say, is the root of all evil today. But if you ask for a raise, it's no surprise that they're giving none away. Talk to us. What does that mean to you, Dan? How can we apply this?
0: Well, a lot of people will focus on that one line. Money is the root of evil. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's from the Bible. I think the New Testament uh, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. And um, I think it's a great way for us to finish the show by saying, you know, don't get attached to it because it's not it's not going to be healthy. Money. It's a crime money. It's the root of all evil. This is coming from. Some very successful writers. We talked about yeah. Roger Waters is still yep. making millions, right? Right. But I like the line, share it fairly, but don't take a slice of my pie. You know? Right. Not not in my backyard, right? Or, right. I, I'm a big proponent of taxes as long as everyone else is paying it, not me. Um, right. It, just don't get attached to money. I think that's what the entire song is about. Um, but you should work you should, know, work, at, you should album, work at growing
1: too. your funds like you help people do, but for a purpose and for a tool, not... Yeah. Money is a tool. You shouldn't love just money and having it and being able to buy things. That's where you get into trouble.
0: Yeah. Money isn't everything, but it helps, right? It sure does. Right. And I help people all the time that are looking to retire. This is my pool of money. Obviously, you need something to live off of and not work. But there are people that in, in, in retirement, they're on the golf course and in between shots, they're looking at their phone, trying to see where their stock portfolio is. I mean, that's that's a fixation. That's yeah. to a fault. Yep. And I think that the focus on it is what destroys people. So yeah, like the I greed, said, I want greed. people to retire early, but I want to reduce stress. And I think eliminating or trying to reduce your focus and fixation of money is a good stress reduction te- uh, technique. Awesome.
1: Least. Awesome. Well, it's perfect to end the show with some Floyd, with some Pink Floyd from Dark Side of the Moon. And that track is Money. Uh, you heard a little bit at the intro, we played some of that uh, as the background music today for this show because it seemed fit. But what a great show, Dan. This was fun talking about the lessons we can learn from some popular classic rock tunes, some music. Uh, it, it doesn't get any better than this.
0: No, I totally enjoyed it. I think maybe we'll do it again, maybe a different theme. But oh, wow, this was great, Tony. I got to listen to some Pink Floyd, talk to you, talk about money, listen to music. What better way to spend time, right?
1: <laughs> time. All right. Uh, the the other Floyd song. Well, hey, uh, why don't you let our listeners know really quick uh, what that phone number and web address is they can use to get a hold of you, Dan?
0: Yeah. If you enjoyed the show, you want to talk more about money, let me know. Give me a call. The number to call is 888-508-5935 or just go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com. You can go to our YouTube channel. You can go to our Facebook page. But again, easiest way is to give us a call. 888-508- 5935. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion.